It's a long way down, living six feet off the ground. But no matter how much I slouch, I know I'll never blend in with the crowd. It's a long way down. Yeah. And consistently, my lower back pain is when you do that is gone. That's like, pretty cool. And but I still have the shoulder pain. She's like, it sounds like because of how tall you are, you just. You do that because I'm a side sleeper. Yeah, so, me so, too. So I same shit. I, I like curl, and she's like, "That's a lot of yeah stress right here. You need a pillow to sort of like prop your arm up." Yeah, and I'm... like thinking about it in the like that's I had a two minute conversation with her. I didn't, and she I was like, "Oh my god!" No, she knows what the fuck she's talking about. Like she will she will fix your ass up. Like yeah, uh, yeah she's been she's been uh, slowly fixing my whole shit up here for a while. Good. Um, but yeah, sort of a slow day today. Welcome to Tall Talk. I'm your host Will, six two, and I'm Connor, six four. And uh, today we're uh, and this is the this is the podcast for people with uh, back problems, lower back problems, upper back problems, all back problems. Yeah, most of them front back problems I find are tall people, but you know, it's the tyranny of the five eight. We've been over this. Mm-hmm. I feel like. But today, Connor has uh, he's, he's coming in hot. I'm he's, doing he's, another he's, list, he's, guys. No, he's, got a, he's, he's got. <laughs> I wish that were more of a joke than it is. Yeah. But uh, but uh, no, like uh, today, Connor has a real topic, uh, a, a, well, a topical just, topic, and uh, well, here's the thing: I was worried that he's real hot about it. We weren't going to get. I I, I was afraid we were going to miss the opportunity to talk about it before it was old news. And yeah, it, and it keeps. It keeps happening. going. It keeps going. No, this 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 podcast is going to be front loaded to make sure that uh, that we address address it in in a timely fashion. Yeah. Um. So, HBO Max was recently purchased by Discovery. Yes, and is a purchase, not a just not a merger. Yes. Uh, as as some have reported. Yes. Um. And that is most evident. That is most evident by the fact that they are just removing content that they themselves own yeah yeah like and and i think uh yeah like this has been a developing story because initially they were just axing content that was not yet released Mm -hmm. uh from the slate they were just saying we're just not going to release it for the tax break but now it appears they are in fact removing shit that had already existed um for i guess further tax breaks uh no so they don't have to pay residuals is that but but okay at least that's what that's what the creators of these shows think well, no. Well, I mean, okay. Yes, that is the end result, but that can't be. To me, to me, that that's it's hard to believe that that is the central premise because you're only paying out residuals if you are making money. So, so like, like I, I can understand. Like I understand that, that is what. Like the frustration, as I understand it, with creatives is not that is is that this stuff is being taken off the market rather than just. Like they could sell it to somebody else or they could put it somewhere else. But basically like it's that there is no chance of residuals from henceforth. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but, I, but, I, but that can't be the reason, but, but avoiding re- residuals can't be the reason discovery is taking them down. You see what I'm saying? I do. Again, yeah, yeah. I, this is, yeah, yeah. I, I am, no, I'm with you. I'm reading this secondhand from a lot of I gotcha. like personal accounts of creators that I've seen on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and that's specifically what I wanted to talk about. Cause I got really, incensed about this in uh over the weekend when um and i actually have to look up i'm into it. i'm into an incensed connor 
uh, I have to look up the name of the show because I, I, I know there's two shows that I know got just removed. They're both animated. Mm-hmm. One of them is more geared toward kids. It's called Infinity Train. Yeah. I've always wanted to check it out, and now I can't. <laughs> uh, is it okay? What? what? What do you mean? Well, I was just going to say, anything that I see articles about being removed from online is instantly added to certain databases I may be aware of. Okay. Um, so well, if you want to see Infinity Train, well, that's let me thing. know. That's the thing. Uh, there were people, I think like one of the writers literally like tweeted out, here's a Google Drive link yeah. to anyone who wants it. This is everything that I have yeah. about the show. And people were commenting like, oh, it's lawless lawless right now. They don't give a shit. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a big move. Yeah. From the show, from the showrunner. Wow. I don't think it was a showrunner. I think it was. Uh, I don't. It was either someone who was involved in the show, or someone who had a yeah. personal connection to someone. It was definitely I, not the exact person. Yeah. Um, and I think I think we should we should add a little context here that like, you know, this is uh, this Hollywood like stu- the, the the business of Hollywood bumping up against the art and the creativity of heart of Hollywood. Is, is old news like this is something that has existed the entirety of hollywood what is specific here is that there are a number of projects that were in the process of being completed or were complete that were supposed to be released that are not being released because there's essentially a special window in which discovery can just say all this stuff is not working from the previous era um and by getting rid of it they can get the full budgets back as a tax break mm-hmm. rather than, uh, you know, having to spend any money on marketing or something like that. Yeah, they did it with and, a very large it, budget movie. But, but the point, the point here is that like generally there's a long history of things getting shelved or, or put on, you know, like put somewhere else. Sold, um, yeah. Or, or sold to like, you know, to DVD back when that was a market or, or to streaming as it is now. But this is the first instance, uh, that I'm aware of at least of basically business saying we would rather just have the budget of that movie back. And in, a, in, as part of an agreement to never release this movie in any way, shape, or form. Because I think most working creatives are like, yeah, I'd like to be paid the most money I can get for something, but I would also like it to come out more than I would like the top dollar. Yes. Um, I think is probably most people's attitude. So the idea of this just going away completely and never coming out is, uh, I think it really shook a lot of people's confidence. Um, like, it, it seems like even the upper levels of creatives are kind of like, oh, shit, this is a thing that can happen? The most recent people, yeah. I've, I know that the head of the HBO Max animation department, because a lot of the stuff that has been released and then got canceled was in animation. Yes. So uh, yeah, yeah, th- yeah. that's why the two examples I had was Infinity Train, which four seasons of that were just gone. Yeah. And the one that like really got me was... Uh, and see, th- this, this is... I'm still... This is still a little new to me because I knew Batgirl is, is the big one, but like I, I do have trouble understanding why they're getting rid of stuff that was already up. I That's... that's Again, I don't... The residual thing is the only thing they can think of, and that's legitimately not the best answer, but it's... I don't know. The one the the account that I read was uh you know who JG Quintel is? No. He was the um f- he he got uh he rose to fame as the creator of Regular Show on okay. Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And okay. then because that show got him you know uh clout, yeah. he was able to make his dream project which was Close Enough, mm-hmm. which came out on HBO Max. Okay. And it's much more autobiographical. It's about him with close like, enough it's called yes okay um three seasons uh and the tweets that i saw were from his wife who was watching the show 
and she went to go put some laundry in. She paused the, the show, came back, and it was gone. That's fucked up. Um, and she was like, this breaks my heart that my husband, I watched my husband work so hard on this for years and years, and it's just gone. And no one else will be able to see it. I knew that he like wanted his our kids to see it one day on the thing, and like the fact that we have copies because it's our show, but yeah. that's the equivalent of your dad like drunkenly showing you the book that was never published. Yeah. Uh, on Thanksgiving, like it's not the same. Yeah. Uh, and that that got me like I wrote a whole big long thing on Twitter about how like I don't trust. HBO Max anymore. I love a lot of their shows, but if they could just deleting things that have been established on their platform for years, mm -hmm. I will. Why would I give you money if I if something I love is just suddenly going to be gone one day? I want very very hard not to make this a Will soapbox, but I mean it's already it's kind of like kind of. Oh, I'm just saying like you are you are now in the realm of where I am always coming from, which is like, I don't trust shit unless I have a copy of it myself. I'm trying, I'm, I've been, honestly, my biggest threat thing right now is just the space. No, I get but it. Like, that's... like I have spent a lot of time and money getting as much space as I have both purchasing it myself and like getting it as cast offs. There've been a number of, of versions of this, uh, of, of things like this happening. Um, but for example, like like the Always Sunny and Community episodes with blackface getting removed from streaming platforms was sort of an initial sign of this. Like that, but it's like as long as it's stored on somebody else's server, it can go away at any time. And we've now, I guess, entered the era where companies are really just going to get rid of this stuff in a way that we have not experienced before. But it's kind of like this was always going to happen. There yeah. was always. And like some level of this. I can't, I, I'm, the thing that I just don't understand is the reasoning that Discovery has besides, like, for, the, I get the, the Batgirl thing. Mm -hmm. The Batgirl is a tax thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and it sucks, but, eh. yeah. Um, just the, just how cavalier they're being with all, like, and I also get the, they, they immediately shut down a lot of development on projects. Yeah, makes sense. That yeah, stuff, yeah. fine. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, I know that a bunch of stuff that wasn't, released and was still in development and now being shopped around to other things. Bruce Tim is doing another Batman show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's being shopped around now. Yeah. Um I mean I to my amateur armchair observation is just that like Disney or I'm sorry, Discovery essentially prints money with reality TV because yes. it costs nothing and runs and you can run it basically forever. Yeah. Um that to me like, like your residual thing only makes sense to me in the context of we are trying to cut bait with as many shows where we have to pay anybody for anything other than the production of them mm -hmm. um, as much as possible to sort of simplify our... And our... just to break even on the thing you just bought? Is the, are they just going to do it until they make all their money back? Uh, I would suspect it's because they... I mean, it is a little confusing because it is like, why do you buy Warner Brothers if you have no interest in making scripted. Did they buy Warner brothers or they just buy HBO max? Well, I, b I believe it was, they bought. Uh, that's something brothers. I did not. Cause I... Warner brothers owns HBO max. Like, like, yeah, I don't know if they bought HBO I'm max. Pretty sure they bought or... HBO max. I'm pretty sure they bought, I don't know. We should find it. We should find these things out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, my point is just that like, uh, like the only thing that I can think, and this is also amateur, um, armchair yeah armchair whatever 
Um, oh, they bought Warner Media. Yeah, yeah, which owns War- which is Warner Brothers essentially. Warner Media yes. is the blanket company of Warner Brothers. Yes. So uh, I do remember that when the first the Batgirl thing dropped, mm-hmm. the head of Discovery basically said that he wanted to focus on theatrical releases. Um, okay. Okay. I think that he definitely doesn't see the maybe. Yeah, the maybe he's just maybe he's just deeply resistant to spending money on TV, which is a, a dumb but understandable point of view for a dinosaur. Yeah. Um. Uh. And then, the only other thing I could, but for all the stuff that's been made and they're just ripping, the only thing I can think of is that for some reason they're going to they're going to try and do what Warner Media tried to do before that. Which was make separate streaming services for everything. That that does Which not has, it, that I, does I, not make sense to yeah. me. Yeah, I, I like or like like I I would be surprised if that's the route they are going. Me too. But I'm trying yeah. to rack my brain as to another. I'm like, why are you getting rid of all the animation? Like, what do you what are you gonna? You're not. Are, I mean, I think I think in a lot of ways, like what they may be trying to move towards too is becoming uh, licensors rather than production a uh, production centric thing like. Like they might be entering an area where they're just trying to get as much IP as possible that they can then license out. So they okay. can they, like they because I mean that that is the business currently is how much IP do you own? Yeah. Um, and because with Batgirl they could like license out you know to somebody else to make a show or somebody else to make an animated series or something like that. I mean I, you know. It, the guy, the guy who runs Discovery, his his background is essentially reduced to the bare minimum, and then I mean it's all these guys, but it's reduced to the bare minimum, and then profit, and then profit, like and profit, and like to me, Warner Brother, Warner Media, I think they have two things of value, which is one the the archive of of film of already completed stuff that they've sort of got mm-hmm. that is classic and big, uh, and two. IP like they've got all DC comics among yeah. among other things um, and Harry Potter yeah like they got some big ones um, wait in Harry Potter Universal or is Universal part of it Universal has the Harry Potter land but but Warner... they're not the movies are they huh they're not I thought they were the movies no huh? no Warner I mean Warner Brothers is where all the movies were released through huh all right cool shows what I know but um. Yeah, that's that's a. Uh, is, this is this is. I mean, I, I will say myself, like it is uh, we, we upsetting the, to watch this happen. It's like, upsetting, particularly after right after Netflix. That's the part that is. It, that's two major major companies that have sort of gone in this direction almost simultaneously, and so you kind of got to wonder, like, what are the forces that are driving this? Yeah, what do they like? Know? Is that? I mean, do they know anything, or is this sort of like? reactionary is it reactionary or is this i I mean like streaming has been essentially an arms race about trying to maneuver who's making the money out of it it it, it constantly feels like they are just yanking the rug out from under creators which i guess is their whole fucking point but um it is for those those greedy greedy people who just want 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 and don't appreciate all the hard work that it is sort of mind-numbingly stupid i mean it's like how much how much money are we arguing over here like, like, I don't know. I remember David Simon wrote a pretty incredible blog post about packaging years ago um, that I've probably mentioned to you multiple oh, times because I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And it just, I mean, he begins by saying this is about an embarrassment of riches. And he is right. And it is odd that, uh, well, I mean, no, it's not odd. It is, it is represent. There are many industries right now where essentially the, the foundation is being hollowed out because the people who know what they're doing are retiring and their people who are being hired are not being hired at the rate to make, to retain them, nor having the training that they need to sort of go into, to become the, the journeyman of the, of their industry. I mean, this is true in trucking. This is true in it. This is true in, I guess, create like, like the creative arts. We're now understanding I mean, television is a fucking wasteland right now. I mean, it is a wasteland. Yeah. The fact that animation in particular. Yeah. Uh, animation and the fact that anything's getting made right now at all yeah. is shocking. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of it, ironically, the things that survive are like the, the studios, ABC, who just sort of have been trucking along, not really changing their business model. No. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Like you think we might get back to a big five kind of situation. Yeah. Where everything else basically just collapsed under their own. I think, I think you're not wrong. I think, I think that there, we may, we may experience a strong contraction in the, uh, in the coming years. But it, I mean, it almost has to happen because hmm. it, it's a bubble. that has been how waiting does, to pop for a very long time. Yeah. It's like, I mean, there, there can only be so many fucking streaming services um, because it's like, the point was convenience. The point was not to pay endlessly forever. And it, and it is, ugh. Oh God, it's all a nightmare. It's so frustrating because it's like, I, I feel like we're watching the industry. We both want to be in just die in front of us, which is reasonable, but oh, it's, it's like, caught in a bear trap and is yeah, either is, is but it's simultaneously like, starving to death and trying to nod. So I'm like trying off. to figure out the next thing. The problem is, it's like, what frightens me is that we're sort of at a point where it's like the next thing is going to necessarily involve technology. And and mm-hmm. by necessarily involving technology, it's like, you know, I mean, yeah, movies require technology, but it's like a projector. You can carry the projector from town to town. You know, like everybody can watch the movie. Everybody can you know, go to a theater for five cents and see the movie. Like when you start talking about like VR or something like that, we are we are going to a very individualized experience that's going to require individualized equipment. I don't um, remember who it was, but do you remember the guy who... There was a vision of... The guy who created like the idea of a movie theater. Yeah. He wanted... VR. VR. Yeah. He wanted people to sit next to each other and like put their faces up against oh, a thing okay. and yeah, watch yeah. it next to the person. He did not want a massive screen. Yeah. He wanted individuals like uh, it was essentially like one of those uh, shadow. Yeah. Things. Like 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 well, yeah. Well, uh, I know what you're, like the ke- ke- kinescope. Kine- yeah. Yeah. Kinescope. Uh, kinescope. You just shove your face in that next to the guy, and you could watch whatever you wanted. You didn't have to watch the same thing. Yeah, you could yeah. watch whatever you like. You, yeah. You paid a, a nickel, and you you chose from one of like eight things, and you sat down and you watched that because sound didn't matter. There wasn't any sound back then. Yeah. Well, I think I mean I I I guess I would argue I think that sort of film becomes its what it is when it happens in a theater because it is sort of there is a communal aspect of of sharing that you know, is as much important. as we all rag on the fucking nicole kidman 
opening of the AMC. Oh, yeah. No, I'm here for the Nicole Kidman but, thing. And I'm here for the fucking Tom Cruise thing. Like, fucking save my movie theaters. Boomers. But the, the Nicole Kidman thing, like, her whole deal is, like, movies transport us places. And they do it, uh, and, like, together. Yeah. And I'm like, as much as... It does. It strikes a chord of just like that togetherness is a thing, which is ironic because the guy who wanted movie theaters hated that idea. Yeah, well, the guy who invented uh, uh, gifs wants them to be called gifs. So, like, the guy who invents stuff is not the guy. Okay. All right. Like, like generally, it's the second. I'll guy. remember that when I invent something. Yeah, it's you don't get to pick. Um, what is it? Death of the author. Death of the author. No, yeah, totally death of the author. Like death of the author, one thousand percent. There is no author. There is only art. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I'm in, I'm in a dark mood about this. I got to be honest. I yeah. I I I thought that this would be some sort of like uh, catharsis, a little bit more catharsis. Yeah. But there there is no resolution. No, because this. again, no... uh, like that's. I think I had to. I wanted to end it on like. My thought was, but we're in the middle of this, so we don't really know where the end train well, is going. I, 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 so I can maybe end this in a, in sort of positive fashion. Maybe we'll be dead by tomorrow. Yeah, maybe we'll be dead <laughs> by tomorrow. No, but like I, I mean, I've been saying for I, I I think to you for at least a few years that it feels like the industry as a whole, whatever shape that is, I'm not just saying film industry at this point, I'm saying like sort of like the entertainment industry um, as a whole has been moving for a while away from the project centric thing Mm -hmm. that we've been doing. Like before it's been sort of like, what's the show? What's the thing to much more of a straight up creator uh, centric thing. Like the world is becoming audience and creator um, in one small way and so what i mean is it is not there i don't think that we can anymore rely on the comfortable pipeline of there being studio and you get a job as a writer and you are brought up within it and you i actually make your money i have something for this yeah yeah so there was a there's a tiktoker let me just let me just finish that my I, i think that now it is you will become somebody who's creating their own stuff on your own, and then you will s- license that. I mean, it's like we're all going to have to become our own mini studios to no, have any, that, any sensibility at that, all. That is exactly what my point is. Yeah. So I've mentioned him before, Kyle Prue. He has a show called uh, Rabbit on uh, YouTube. Yeah. Um, and he is an author. He made uh, a lot of money. A lot. He made money. Um uh, it was a book series that he wrote mm-hmm. when he was uh, like 20. Mm-hmm. Um, Smart boy. Uh, and he, there is another TikToker who recently spent about $45,000 on a short film. Uh-huh. Uh, and he is upset that not a lot of people have seen it and it is not doing as well as he thought. Because he, yeah. again, he's like, I have 21 million followers. TikTok followers. Yeah. Why is no one seeing this? Why, why am I not? Because they can see you for free, boy. They can't see it for free. Well, I'm saying they can see him for free. On they can, yeah, but yeah. he put it behind a paywall. He put it on his Patreon. Mm. And the one thing that I've learned about TikTok is that it is mostly populated by children mm-hmm. who have no access to money. And everybody else is just there to endlessly scroll. They're not there to engage. Yeah. So yeah. if you, if you have something that we have to go to no, my They link, didn't come to TikTok yeah. to go somewhere else and watch something that's an hour long. Yeah. Like they that's not how that works. So he got he's very upset. He's taking a break from TikTok, whatever the fuck that means. Um but Kyle Prue, who spent about the same amount of money, he said, on his web series, six episode web series, he talked about how he initially had the same plan, which was he was gonna put it behind a paywall. 
And then I think that's never the right way. And then I think yeah. at, at the like he had just finished the finished watching the final edit of the episode three mm-hmm. with uh, the a bunch of people who had worked on it, and he sort of like was so proud of it and loved it so much. He was like, "I need the most amount of people to I need mm-hmm. people to see this." Yeah. And so he made the decision. He talked to everyone. He was like, "We're gonna put it up for free." No, that's the smart way. There, of doing there's it. not nobody gonna, cares about your shit. Yeah, we're not gonna make there's too much free content. any money. Yeah, but I want people to see this, and everyone. I mean, it was his thing. I, I mean, yeah, that's and, a, that's the thing. The content is no longer the money maker. Yeah, like I mean, not that it ever has been, honestly. Like, um, except for HBO, but uh, but like, like I, we, you and I are going to have. I mean, it's like fucking the podcast model, but for for filmed content, which sounds awful, but yeah, such as life. It's uh, make shit and hope for the best. Yeah, and just hope people watch. Yeah. But that's but he also went on to say he hopes that that guy makes more movies. He hopes that he gets over his funk and realizes what his mistake was and that Yeah. He, I he, mean, yeah, I I would I would be I'm with Kyle Prue. I encourage everybody like release your shit for free because nobody wants to pay for it. And and you, you, there is I don't even know of any professional writer who is like I would rather somebody not see my stuff then not pay for it. Like, like everybody I know is like, yeah, I prefer somebody pay for it to watch it. But if they can't pay for it or even just choose not to pay for it, I'd rather they see it yeah. than not see it. Yeah. I mean, that's every creator I know. Yeah. I don't know anybody who makes something who's not invested in the most number of people seeing it as possible. Yeah. That's why we're all trying to get, do this professionally is because then you have a platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Kyle did also say releasing it for free is, on paper, the worst financial decision of his life because yeah. it was all of his life savings went into this yeah. project, but he would do it again. Yeah. He said, well, I, he's right. I, I need to make things. It is a thing I need to do. It's in my brain and I'm not going to stop. And I hope that at least for the next one, more people watch it. And maybe if I'm lucky, people will give me some money to make it. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the attitude everyone needs to have because that's the way it's gonna go. Is you got to do it yourself. Yeah, I think I think the time of global fame is past. I really, I, I, I really do. What I, did Andy Warhol say? Everyone's gonna get their fifteen minutes, and now it's yeah. Now but you're it's gonna localize fifteen minutes. And that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like now it's now you might get fifteen minutes with different groups of people, at different times. Yeah. No, that's actually a really good way to look at it. It's just a much more segmented and, and divided market, and it's a lot more about like collecting all the segments that you make sense to and putting them into one big pot as much as possible. And hopefully, it's either one big pot that happens all at once and you can live off it, or it's a lot of little. It's a lot of little pots that go sequentially, so you never run out. Or come from money. Or come from money. You always, know what? always an excellent solution. Yeah. Do that one first. Yeah. And then, uh, then try the other ones. Yeah. Actually, also, if you come for money, talk to us. Yeah, talk to us. We'll tell you uh, where to put that money. Yeah. Yeah, give me a call. Uh, and that is, uh, that's a good place to end it. Yeah, that's a good place to end it. This has been Tall Talk. I'm your host, Will, 6'2". And I'm Connor, 6'4". And that's how the weather is up here. It's down.